Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Hello, hello, baby, you called, I can't hear a thing. I have got no service in the club, you say, say. What, what, what did you say? Oh, you're breaking up on me. Sorry, I cannot hear you, I'm kind of busy. Put the camera toward it every day. I don't even have a camera, doofuses. We're all digital now, so you could just, you know, make a digital whiteboard, Bruce, and like screen share it. Is there a reason you don't have a camera? I'm gonna ask it on the air. Is that a is there a reason you don't have a camera? We're 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 on the air right now. We we have been. (laughs) Two hundred four of the. Where did we go live? I don't remember. When he nope. said we're going live. Nobody, there's, no, there's nobody out there in After Lodge land that even knows that we need to be talk for like 45 minutes. And our best stuff is actually said before the yeah. show. We've been doing that since the show started. <laughs> it used to be that we recorded the sound checks and I would put little good tidbits from the sound checks at the end of the show. So if you never listened to the ending music back then, you missed out on a lot of good stuff. You should go back and dig it out. Um, but anyway, as I was saying, this is episode 204. This is After Lodge Harlan. Joined as always by worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. Who has no camera. But who what? could when did that happen? a digital whiteboard and screen share it with us. I will say what I've said from the beginning. Once the community has donated enough Doge coins to us... Purchase camera, then I will do that. Bruce, that's not fair. All of the Doge coins, the, the entire stack, isn't worth enough to buy a camera. I thought they like shot up in value. Yeah, they did. And then, and then, and then. Uh, anyway, I, I need to tell Jason about that. I feel like he's sitting on like twenty Doge coins. That could be like ten grand or something. It could be, or it could be, you know, like point zero two cents. Why don't we make our own electronic currency? We could just make, and the only way you could, you have to mine for a coin, but you have to re- listen to so many episodes. And if you listen <laughs> to so many episodes, you earn a coin, and then like that becomes the after lodge currency. We could call it Lodge Coin and Lodge Coin. Nice. Instead of trying to, <clears throat> instead of trying to solve an incredibly difficult 
uh, factoring problem, the mining for this coin could be digging through our old episodes for anything of actual value to Freemasons. <laughs> if you find something, you get a coin. <laughs> as of right now, as of right now, uh, a thousand Dogecoin is only worth three dollars fifty cents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's higher than I thought it was. Then. Yeah, actually, it did shoot up. Those voices in the background you hear are our uh, county mayoral candidate Tony and Jeff. Oh. Uh-huh. And You're supposed to say something when we introduce you. Were, were you How talking about doing the show? He said voices in the background, and I'm actually listening to South Park in my hotel room. And so I thought he was sarcastically talking about South Park. Yeah. It, you know what would be helpful, Cartman? It's the... Listen to us. It's and the, the voice that you don't hear in the background. Uh, I, I don't forgot what title we gave you, Jeff. Or Don. Sorry. I was... Uh, Whoever. Why, why didn't you just pick one, Harlan? Like, either one would have been fine. The the illustrious After Lodge Chancellor. Uh, the, the After Lodge okay. Sensation. It's a no. Hand of the King no. title. No. no, but but it says... It takes a certain it, kind of Mason to be the After Lodge Sensation. Right. So uh, you're the After Lodge Sensation. He's the and and John can be the um, afterlife sensation. You know how when you get a little like you're sitting on a pebble or something, and, and you just have a sensation down there. That would be no. what John is. He's that, the, that, that's he's a great the, selling point, Tony. Thanks. John. John that. is the sensation in in, in my rear. I hey, am he's, a hemorrhoid. He's the sensation in the northern nation. Okay. That's um, yeah. That rhymes. Let's go with that. You're the you're the after lodge sensation. So you're worldwide, Heartland. But John's uh, fame goes all the way up to the northern nation. I, I figured because of my complexion, it'd be more like the snowy ghost of the north. But whatever, I'll take what I can get. Well, what are those? What are those things in the Game of Thrones called? Uh, I was gonna say that's, that's John Snow's yes, the White Walker. It is John Snow. The Canadian known as John Snow. The Canadian sensation, yeah. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> uh, the dr- winter is coming. Is that show ever, like, going to have its last season? Because it wasn't it due, like, I don't know, four months ago? They, they, they skipped a year. Oh, well, that's exciting. Because, well, right. he didn't write the, the books yet. Like, he was writing the books slower than they were making the... They were making the show, and eventually the show caught up, and he was like, uh, I don't have the next book yet. But here's some ideas for what I'm going to do. I think they're filming it now. That sucks. So I'm stuck waiting on that. I'm stuck waiting on Mr. Robot and Doctor Who. They've all just, like, skipped a season. I have no television. Uh, I have, however, been watching Westworld. I'm, like, halfway through season two, and it's not bad. Well, Westworld just ended. That's why I have no television. I have found on Hulu uh, an old showtime show called Penn and teller's bullshit that's a good oh one. that's such a that is great a great show, show. Yeah. although it's funny because like i guess Penn has now turned into just a giant woo dealer at this point right it makes me sad mm. has he really yeah apparently so i guess i could go back and finish deadwood you've never finished deadwood i i never finished beyond like two episodes what are you doing with your life 
uh, working a lot, and I was watching Doctor Who and Westworld and Game of Thrones and Mr. Robot. Deadwood is better than all those. I, 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 not based on what I've seen thus far. Yeah, you don't really know Swear Engine yet. Give it time. Yeah. Maybe it's a slow starter. Um, so in, in Masonic news, I wanted to congratulate uh, our, our one and only friend of the After Lodge, Ray, uh, on becoming Mason of the Year uh, in our area. And he does not listen to the show because he's not a podcasting kind of guy. Um, but I couldn't think of, uh, of anybody who, who deserves it more. He is the secret sauce that actually makes our lodge as awesome as it is. For sure. Um, as I was saying, a little relationship going where like I take all the credit, but you know, he actually makes he it does happen. All the work. Yeah, like that. Uh, he is, he is our treasurer. So, um, Treasurer and general lodge mentor. Um, he's the only guy who can handle Grand Sensor Bob in the way that he needs to be handled. So, uh, yes, congrats to him. And all y'all go to that dinner. I will be coming back from Vegas that night. Uh, I think my wife is going to go in my place. I'm still trying to talk her into that. And I, I feel like she's not going to do that. Maybe we'll try to try to get him on the show. I'll have to set him up with like a camera and system at the lodge. That would be cool. Go over there one night and have Ray sit with me. He's been on the show once or twice before, hasn't he? Yes, he? he's been in the background on a lot of shows. He used to sit back there quite a bit when we were recording. I was going to say, there are several times when we recorded at lodge, he'd be sitting in the master's chair. Yes. Like just staring uh, at us like disapprovingly. When he was master, yes. Well, you're right. Um... But I don't. He he enjoys it. It's just it's not a. He's a. He's not a techie type guy. A, he's a farmer type, and I don't I don't mean that as an insult. But obviously, our podcast is not for everyone. Speaking no, of our podcast not being he went over to his house one day and like he had his shirt off and he was literally chopping wood like like <laughs> one of those like women's calendars. Dude is rich. And he's got like this lumberjack beard going on, and it was. I was like, "Oh, this is what all the hipsters have been trying to imitate and can't." He works with his hands all day. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, uh, he's he's. I I can't. I don't know how to describe him other than that. Just think of the lumberjack, and uh, but like an actual lumberjack, not a hipster trying to be one. He's going to listen to this episode, and he's not going to appreciate me calling him a lumberjack at all. He's going to be like, what the hell? But I mean, you've uh, seen him jack lumber, so it's fair. No, I have. I, I went by to pick him up. We were going to uh, some other lodge, and then like he's like, oh. Did he go shirtless? No, he, uh, he was like, I'll, I'll be back. Uh, he had the, he didn't, I guess he lost track of time while he was out splitting wood. Uh... Times he's like, sorry, I went ahead and just cut down an extra tree while I was out here. Yeah, it was bothering me. I don't own a chainsaw. Uh, anyway, uh, we also have uh, Tony's campaign going into overdrive. First of all, let's go back to that Mason of the Year thing. That is bullcrap. 
I'm sorry, that is bull crap. I have showed up at nearly all the lodge meetings this year. All Ray did was work all the fairs. He visited like 15 lodges a week. Uh, he's our treasurer. Uh, I, I mean, that's just not right. Sonic Village's ambassador. <laughs> yeah, he, you have not shown up at lodge meetings. Advisor this year. to the grandmaster, um, and just all around good guy who's not running for office. Well, yeah, head of several but, committees in our lodge. But yeah, but other than that, what? <laughs> Other than that, what a great masonry. Other than devoting like at least five nights a week to it, what has he really done? Let's let's be honest. I don't see how he stays married. I mean, because he is gone. And he works full time. He gets up and he has a, when he does his committee report. He never has to make dinner. What do you mean? It's perfect for her. Well, so. He does uh, a committee report for the traveling committee. It helps. Dude, he's he's been every freaking where. I mean, good (laughs) lord. his, His kids are grown. Um, and you know, gone and he, he works a job where he's not like out of the state five nights a week. When the guy comes in and he has won the award for the, the guy, the Mason who drove the furthest to lodge, like three nights out out of the, a week out of every week. I'm like, Lord, he's putting a lot of miles on his, his vehicle. Yeah. But he's got that old, uh, was that a Cougar or is it a Mercury? (laughs) But but in my opinion, the best thing about Ray is Ray has a symbol on the back of his car that is a square encompasses. Um, Tony, it's not. It's not. <laughs> one chance before I make the microphone. Segue, but, Tony. Well, uh, but what I but what I say, I'm saying is he's he doesn't have like every emblem known to man. You know how a lot of traveling masons they're a member of every single thing. Ray is an excellent mason. You know he he has devoted he his life to the Blue Lodge. Yes, he's really like one of the best masons I know. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, he's he's also one of those York right guys, I think. But we're just gonna let that go. Uh, there's no accounting for taste, especially okay. since it's the uh, it's the Scottish Rite Club that that elects the Mason of the Year, and he is not a member of the <laughs> Scottish Rite. He's the first recipient. That should, that, that, that should tell you something right there. Well, he's but the first a- recipient of this award I can think of in in well, actually, that I can think of at all Ever. that's not been a member of the Scottish Rite. But- Outstanding. <laughs> It's okay to be a member of the Scottish Rite and the York Rite and be a Shrine or not. But what I'm saying is you see some and they had to join. If, if, if it had any connection whatsoever to masonry, they've got an emblem on their car. You know, they, they've got the pins on their jacket. You can't even see the back of the car because of all this stuff on there. Ray focuses on his masonry. He doesn't just focus on gathering pins and medals. That's what I like about it. You know, him. there was that one time though that he he missed lodge because there was that pool tournament he was going to for like the whole state, and I wasn't so fond of that. I blame his brother for that. <laughs> no, no, he's not a hundred percent his fault. He's an avid pool player too. Someone uh, whispered poison in his ear. Yeah, no, he's well. When you say avid, you should say he's a championship pool player. I yes. mean, he actually makes money when he goes to these t- tournaments. Yes. <laughs> they pay him to watch him play pool. So, so. Uh, when we give away the secret of how to make your lodge a shining success, uh, the after lodge method is ingredient one, and uh, Ray is ingredient two. And sorry, you can't have him. Have right. more rays. Have more rays. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But no, very well deserved. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm really really damnedest to be there about, uh, about not making this dinner. Like I'm going to look into um, flight arrangements tomorrow and see if, how necessary it is for me to be there Friday morning. See if I can get an earlier flight to be back here for it. I, I say that as many people from our lodge go as possible. We all sit at you know adjoining tables. And then we totally roast him while he's up there. Make it like, <laughs> oh, he fooled you guys. Let us let us tell you what we really know about Ray. No, and I could proceed, and then just proceed to tell him, tell everybody how great he is. So. We, I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> no, we'd have to make up things because I don't know anything bad about Ray. Ray missed well, our lodge one time because he drove two hundred miles to attend <laughs> another lodge. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. <laughs> that's the truth. Yeah, uh, you could do the. Uh, well, there's, I mean, there's, there's stories with the jungle juice at the fairs. Uh, Ray and yeah. I always uh, have a jungle juice contest. Oh, he's also on the benevolence committee. Don't leave that out. He's well, the benevolence committee, is and he knows confidential, and he knows every widow by first name, and he knows. <laughs> well, yeah, he does. It's that lumberjack thing, man. Yeah. And they all know him by first name too. Yep. I know my wife looks at me and's like, "So when do I get to be a widow?" Damn. <laughs> me and Ray's about the me and Ray is about the same age. And at the end of the fair, at the night, especially the final night, I am just a whoop puppy. I can't hardly get up off my tail. And you look up, and Ray's over there taking the fence post out of the ground, taking the construction the jungle like, juice. Yeah. <laughs> and also, he works night shifts, so like he's in his prime at that point. Yeah. He's just waking up. Yeah. 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 I think it's herbal supplements. Um, that's possible. Speaking of herbal supplements, um, we are start, our lodge is uh, starting our own line of uh, CBD oils, uh, which we will distribute to your lodge if it's in a certain state. Um, I promise you it's not just cheap stuff I bought at the gas station and put a label on. And uh, it, it's the real deal. And it can be yours uh, as soon as Bruce gets it up on our <laughs> card. You can totally trust Harlan. He would never lie to you. I cannot tell a lie. We've also got access to a foolproof delivery system. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got a I got a pretty small route there, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, interestingly, Bruce, the only customer we've had so far is uh, not on your route. Tony? <laughs> what? What's that? Huh? Nothing. Tony bought the first bottle of After Lodge CBD oil. How's it treating you, Tony? It's bullcrap. They they took all the THC out of it. Um, yes, so that I could uh, use it and not die. Yeah. All it does, all it does, is make you not feel as much pain. Uh, it helps with your joints and your ligaments. It helps with your anxiety and panic attacks. It helps with all this stuff, but it won't get you high. You you, you can take fifteen of them pills, and it, it won't. Wait, do you have pills? <laughs> pills? Yeah. I thought yeah, you had to put that in your like electronic vaporizer and smoke it. Uh huh. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm too scared to try it, uh, actually. I keep meaning to. Hey, seriously, has anybody tried the CDB or whatever? I haven't tried it. Does it work? The ODB oil? What? It's legal in our state, John. We are committing no uh, 
no yeah, crimes. no, it's legal. You can buy it at every gas station. It's right there next to the bath so, salts. The fun thing at our state, <laughs> is, is so it's technically not legal, but there's an exception granted for market research while we search for the viability of it as a as a hemp product. And the only way to conduct market research is to let it out to the market, put it up for sale, and see who buys it. <laughs> So it's normally when you're dealing with substances or, or things, the law is that it's, it's illegal to transact, but not necessarily to possess. And the CBD oil is like exactly the opposite. It's technically illegal to possess, but not to buy or sell. Really? Uh, yes. Although law enforcement has a very... I will be right there. back. <laughs> and done. My, my wife just took all of my man cards, like the whole deck. Dude, you didn't have any punches left in your man card after the weekend trip. What's that? Oh, what, it, it, expand on that, Tony. Okay, so Harlan was, it, was the- he loving on the Tony Hole too much? <laughs> I was never in the Tony Hole. I was Harlan the only is- one who didn't. Harlan refused to get on the float for that exact reason. <laughs> Harlan was the captain of the ship. Okay, he was the he was the first, you know, the, the 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 pirate captain, and he never because it was a newer boat. He was scared to rev it up any. So we're flying across the lake at about four miles an hour. Ducks, <laughs> d- ducks are literally swimming past our boat. Okay, passing us up, and not flying, swimming past our boat. And then when it found, we finally got to where we were going. When it came time to get in the boat, I I strip off my clothes. I go running off the edge, and I jump in. And I think it was, um, who else? Uh, Marshall. He pulls off his T-shirt, and he jumps in. And then, and then Harlan comes over to the back of the boat, and he dips his toe gingerly into the water to see if it was okay for him to get in. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, come on. And then he climbs down the ladder and slowly sinks into the water. I'm like, there's no real man in the world that's that climbs down the lot the the ladder to get into the lake. That is so that was his first punch in the card. Yes. It had nothing to do with the fact that your wife was laying on a float right next to the back of the boat and I'm not a complete jerk. A real man <laughs> a real man would have done a belly whopper right there and splashed as much splash as he could. Tony, like you say that, but we still have a video of that real man doing that belly flop onto the float. <laughs> yes, we do. As everyone who's laughing knows, that video is goddamn priceless. It's it, so good. it didn't work out the way I'd planned for it to work out. It is Tony, like, like okay, so uh, I, Tony's a big guy. He's he's kind of used to like anytime he throws his heft around, whatever he's throwing it at, like goes the it other is. way. Yeah, this float it like punched back. Like he tried to jump on it. <laughs> it in his mind, when he jumped on it, like everybody on the float was gonna go flying off into the water or something. He essentially just bounced off and fell back into the water. <laughs> You've seen those videos with the big pillows where the big guy jumps and sends the kids flying. That's yeah. what I thought was going to happen. Yes. So I jump off the boat onto this thing. 
this float, I'm, I can't exaggerate how big this damn thing was. It didn't have any give to it. So when I hit the float, it just went boing and bounced me back off straight into the water. Legs well, now my wife was and, on it. I think she bounced a good like two inches off the other yeah. side. It had like 600 pounds That's what I was about to of say. air pressure inside. <laughs> it didn't bounce Mrs. Harlan very no. much. <laughs> it was... Uh, I, it's isn't it floating around the Facebook somewhere? No, uh, that was that was on yet. our private channel. Uh, <laughs> that was on our private <laughs> channel. Tony's Tony got his fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't know. I have to find it. But yes, it was. Uh, it was quite priceless. Yes. Speaking of Facebook, um, are you still there, John? Oh yeah. Okay, I need you to be my precinct captain in the northern province. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm asking all the After Lodge listeners for help with my campaign. Um, if you want to find me, it's hashtag more pound per vote. Um, so you can look that up and you'll be able to see all the difference. Because if you vote for me, of course, you're going to be getting more pound per vote than if you vote from than if you were to choose my competitor. But uh, for as little as twenty dollars, we will send you a herbal supplement. Um to most of the states, to about 27 states for, for a small donation. Uh, not all the states. Uh, for $30, you'll also get a T-shirt. And I need this money because I plan on uh, – Alex Jones has lost a lot of listeners, and I'm planning on subscribe, being one of his um, – what do you call it? <laughs> Oh, you're going to buy some ad revenue on the show? Exactly. That way we can keep Alex going. I can get my name out there and raise a bunch of funds. That's kind of the whole plan behind this. So so $10 care of the After Lodge uh, mailing address, and I will send you a herbal supplement. Because when I think of a guy who is, does wonderful things for masonry. Oh, yeah. I John, yeah, what's your home address? <laughs> <laughs> your herbal supplement will be one drop of CBD or whatever. <laughs> That'll be it. Which we'll um, use to wet and affix the stamp to the outside of the envelope with. But um, It's our own special blend. The thing is, this country has a... Seriously, if you want to talk about masonry, this is a... Uh, our country has a long history of, of masons being in politics. I don't know if you knew that or not. Our first president was a mason are you talking about father george w washington who birthed the united states of, of america from his very loins literally a lot of a lot of people aren't aware of that but george washington was a mason apparently they're not because yeah. every masonic education in air quotes thing that i've like ever been to george washington mm-hmm. george washington benjamin franklin uh Jesuit paul, paul revere <laughs> Uh, Elvis Presley. Wait. Um, uh, Buzz Aldrin. Uh, John Wayne. Yeah, we all knew about John Wayne, but Elvis? That one's new on me. It, um, yeah, I don't. I, I, uh, yeah, I've never heard that. I'm not sure on that one, Tony. Can you prove that he wasn't? No, Tony. I don't. I don't think that's how this works. In that case, well, Gandhi was a Mason, too. Yeah, Gandhi was a Mason. Hitler was a Mason for a short period of time. <laughs> right. What happened? Did um, he get kicked out? He lost the Grand Junior Warden's election. and Yeah. Huh. Huh. 
So, but no, seriously, there's been a lot of politicians that guy. have been Masons. So, it all makes sense <clears throat> now, actually. Mm-hmm. What? What do you keep looking down for, Harlan? Uh, I am again shuffling my cards. Oh, I thought it was because you were getting, <laughs> I thought you were getting test messages because uh, my core group of supporters is currently blowing up both of our phones. I'll guarantee it. And there's another yeah. one <laughs> because I just found out that there's somebody out there that's not going to vote for me. This is the truth. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And now they want to go and like do give her the soap and sock treatment. Your your fans right. are rabid, dude. They're yeah, it's... rabid. It's uh, in fact, I, I've got to like I guess get on and talk them down so that they don't do something yeah. that's going to reflect poorly on you. I believe that I could walk out into the middle of Main Street and shoot a guy, and I don't think I would lose any supporters. Well, you might on the account of if you were on Main Street. I don't know where the hell you'd be. We don't have a Main Street. Actually, we don't have a Main Street, do we? No. (laughs) (laughs) Tony's in in a different city shooting somebody on Main Street. (laughs) But you know who I am. No. No, as a matter of fact, we don't. And, and you know what? Tony would not lose any supporters in that city. No. Exactly. So yeah, there you go. True. So there you go. <sighs> no, we uh our our last our last election we actually had a real midget with a broom, but now we don't. So Right. He was he, he was gonna sweep this town clean for me. <laughs> and I was going to go around saying, is you is or is you not my constituent? Is you ain't. <laughs> is you ain't. Is you ain't my constituent. What was it? Uh, uh, Pappy's grill flyer, a milled flyer or something. Isn't that what he owned? I don't know. Pappy's biscuits or something. I'll be happy to know that I am sitting at my roll top desk right now. And it is quite full of those pucks of Aveda hair cream. So... If if we have a flood here, I will be swimming to find my desk and save all of my hair products. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> God well, damn it, I'm a Dapper Dan man. Yeah. Well, isn't this place just a GD, um, what is it, uh, absurdity? We're two weeks away from everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, you need to say something to him, Harlan. I've gotten like thirty text messages in the last five minutes. They're 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 ready to to hang him. So, wait, him? I thought the not voting for you was a she. Okay. No, I hear Alyssa laughing in the background. She's in on it too. So, are yeah. your wife? <laughs> My wife is one of his rabid fans. Yeah. So. Oh well. Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Oh. 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 What is happening? All right. I'll yeah. be back in about... Uh, uh, Tony, how far is the, uh, the Board of Education from here? <laughs> I, figured, I figured you'd get a kick out of that. I'm going to go there's, take care of some things. There's a high-profile individual that came out a while ago on Facebook and said they're both great guys. But yeah. I'm gonna go with the other guy. Swine. Swine, I say. And that's my censored version for this family podcast. Y'all catch me after we're done recording. I'll tell you how I really feel. Yeah. 
But just keep her off the Facebooks. As long as the group among themselves, as long as my little tea party keeps it among themselves, they're fine. But your little coffee you know, party, Johnny. it's your little yeah, coffee. coffee. Yeah, the coffee party. So, what have you been up to, John? Oh God, let's see. Trying to get out of the east, uh, running a degree, well, taking part in a degree, and, and enjoying my spare time. And being rope-a-doped into shit with the shrine and Scottish Rite. Oh, the mm. Scottish Rite. Tell me more. Tell yeah, me more. No. about that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, is that part of the rule? Is that part of the agreement? <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm probably going to. I'm gonna, probably going to pitch in for a couple, some degrees up in the fall, but nothing major. Yep. Next thing you know, I, I am John, not a ritualist. John is going to be the commander of the council, no. like all good masons. No. Just give it some time, buddy. Because that's what I said, and then fast forward like 10 years, and there I was. No, no. Lodge of Perfection. Oh, no. Don't, no. don't do that. That's like actual work. What the hell's wrong with you? Right. Yeah, I thought you were trying to get out of that. No, yeah, I'm pretty much out of that. <laughs> the Master of the Lodge of Perfection actually has to do stuff. And a lot. Yes. No, no, no. I, I organized reunions and did ritual work, and I did that flag day thing, and that was that was it. Oh, some planning meetings I had to go to with the valley. <laughs> uh, Ow! Sorry, my kids running around with a harmonica. It sounded like <laughs> one of those bicycle horns. Yeah, well, he, he's not exactly gifted with the harmonica. Uh. Yeah, I took my daughter to uh, campfire. I don't know why this is even relevant, but. Uh, campfire story time at the library and there was a dude who was telling the stories and he's playing a guitar and he had like this thing around his neck that he put harmonicas in and like played them while he did the guitar it was very impressive you've, you've never to say that? did he play them well yeah yeah have he you like, not seen the mario movie kids. though and then uh and then i spied the the one of our rings on one of his fingers and i didn't get the chance to find out who he was before <coughs> I had to get her out of there. So go Goomba. He's probably like at, at one of these little lodges that no one ever visits and he's the very because he plays harmonica in lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it was it was good. Um weird. But I guess yeah, little kids at story time are the only ones that want to hear a harmonica. Hey, what's the only thing in the world that an accordion player will never see? <laughs> Uh, bagpipes are a big thing here. Bagpipes. I like pipes. Well, of course you do. I prefer the Yulian pipes, but I like bagpipes. Bruce, it's too much pikey. Uh, All right. Yeah, no, I don't. I can't. You know, we we did one of those genealogy things uh, not too long ago, and I uncovered my wife's shameful heritage. I'm not uh, sure what to do about that now. <laughs> oh no, no, no! If only, sir. If only. Was that was that allowed? <laughs> they encouraged even. My children are contaminated with the Irish blood. <laughs> we talked about this on the show before. The Irish Democrat mother of my children. <laughs> <sighs> yes. We're everywhere. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that or not. This one was deceptive. I should have noticed. Rabbits learned like, by watching us. 
should have noticed when when before I proposed marriage that she had never prepared a meal for me that didn't center around potatoes. Didn't involve boiling something until you could suck it through a straw. Not usually. It was mostly the potato thing. Like a meal's not complete without spuds of some kind. That should have tipped me off. Yeah, because that sounds like a perfect meal to me. That should have been a huge flag for you. Wait, where's the matzah? Potatoes. <laughs> but potatoes. Tell you what, can I put gefilte fish in here? Those lockets. Ah, good stuff. Woman can cook some potatoes and lots of other things. She's part of the reason I'm fat. Actually, she's all of the reason I'm fat. <laughs> and she's like, you don't have to eat all of it. I'm like, well, I do. I do. It's so good. Anyway. Um, How are you going to not? Blowing up my messages. It's a good latke. You can't yeah. not eat it. Or anything else. That's the thing. She like fixes all this stuff. It's all delicious. And then she eats like two bites of it. And she's like, what's well, your fault? You don't have to eat everything that's left. Yes, I do. As I'm over there, like, sopping grease out of the skillet. <laughs> Still hot. I would give my left nut for a potato right now. Me and uh, <clears throat> me and Kim have been doing the keto diet for uh, just shy of two weeks now. Basically, you'd stab for somebody for a starch right now, wouldn't you? Yes. It really sucks. Um, I thought about keto once, and then uh, I thought a little more, and so here I am. Right. <laughs> here you are not doing it. Yes, people that do keto, they only did that first part of thinking, where they're like, hmm, this is a good idea, and they missed the second part of... Wow, is this, this is going to suck. <laughs> I think I'm over the worst of it, but it, like, it still sucks a little bit. Yeah, you get the uh, flu and like I all dehydrated. It sucks for a while. Yeah, no, smelly it's, and, eh. it's weird. Like Your brain literally just stops functioning as well. Well, yes. For, for several weeks until I don't somehow your body figures out that oh yeah we're 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 not burning carbs anymore we're burning this now yeah anyway you know, I, I've got yeah. quite a few associates that do the keto thing it's uh it ain't for me right it would never it would never fly in my home uh my wife and children are far too fond of carbohydrates <laughs> of every kind well, for the record, I did have a salad from Zaxby's for dinner. So I don't and, think that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and now my goal is to not get up at one o'clock in the morning and go to the local gas station and buy 10 candy bars. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, your slogan is more pound per vote. Why are you trying to lose weight? Yeah. Have you ever? Because I can. Have you seen my opponent? He's two foot seven. Therefore, I could lose a few hundred pounds and still keep. Uh, I can lose about three hundred pounds and still keep my slogan. So. Hey, have you ever uh, have you ever done that thing on a real late after lodge where you tell everybody you're going home, but then you stop by somewhere to eat first? That like the night I seen you in the line at the McDonald's in front of me. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna head out home now. See y'all later. Three in the morning. You're to McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. And then you try to get an ice cream. And they say, we're sorry. The guy in front of you got the last one. And you're like, oh, that son of a... 
You know, all the problems would be solved if we had all that ice cream at the lodge. But for the past two fairs, the uh, I even the, mentioned that to her this year that we wanted the leftover ice cream, and she said they had a bunch. Well, where is think it? it ain't in our freezers. I think she got busted for giving it all to us the first time, and so now everybody grabs it before we can. We we had that big event, the one that's bigger than the one in the photo we showed you, John. They they do these twenty five cent ice cream cones. Our tourism people do. And they buy all sure. of this delicious ice cream, but they they always have like a truckload of just these. What are they? A ten gallon? Yeah, they're like of ten ice gallon cream. buckets oh, those of ice big, cream. It's good ice tubs. Yeah, oh. it's good ice cream too. I mean, it's, we we got the leftovers a couple years ago, and we packed them in like all of our freezers. We we threw all the breakfast stuff out and just had all this ice cream. And we had ice cream at lodge like every meeting for the next right. year. Best and lodge ever. It was glorious. We had people who like commented on it, and like I noticed that those people don't come back anymore. Right, since we don't have ice cream anymore. Oh, and it was it was all you could eat ice cream. You didn't have like a guy standing there with a scoop giving you like one scoop of ice cream. Like it was just these shovels for the ice cream and just buckets down the counter, and you just made what you wanted. Um, we had diabetic guys who would eat five or six bowls of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the good days and then we ran out right around the time the fair came next year but somehow we didn't leave with the truckload of ice cream that year I think everybody's too busy with the jungle juice now to worry about where the ice cream's at so we gotta work on that or we gotta rob an ice cream store uh, we do have a couple of fellow crafts that are looking to get raised and we've kind of stolen all the ambulances that we want to steal so ice cream that's that's what we'll send them after uh if we don't have to make them fight with the other lodges fellow crafts in a show of force john what do you make your fellow crafts do (laughs) like you're talking like doing like a prospect gauntlet oh yeah you know like of course not we don't do that kind of thing no hazing allowed in Freemasonry. Not hazing at the test. They have to. Well, so <laughs> it used to be you had to steal an ambulance, but then the county's like out of ambulance. You want to be a mason? Now. You must fight the bear. <laughs> Not hazing. It's just a test. A very painful test <laughs> with a very um, high failure rate. Good luck. Well, we could we could make uh, <laughs> our current fellow craft chase down those those uh, dipwads that are breaking our fence. Uh, I saw them this week. I rode by the lodge and there was one of them like cutting through there and he saw me coming and he like took off running. And I was nice. like, why is this guy running? Wait a minute. Why, why are people cutting through your fence? So we had a gate from a long time ago. There's a transmission shop behind our lodge and there's like this eight foot fence that runs all along that line. And there's a gate we used to use because when our lodge was first built, there was no street. It's a like chain it link fence. Yeah, built in the. Okay. It was built in the swamp behind the transmission shop, and so we'd park in that lot and go through this gate in the fence. Well, once you know they built a street and a whole subdivision on the other side of our lodge, we put in a parking lot, and that fence just quit being used. So we put a chain around it and a lock on it, and it'd been that way for twenty years. But recently. Uh, some people on kids like riding four wheelers or whatever have cut the lock 
off and then they broke the fence post and then we fixed it and then they broke it again. Um, these are different from the kids who've been shooting BB guns at our announcement board and putting holes in the glass. Also different from the kids who took a baseball bat to the privacy fence. Um, we, we have a problem with neighborhood kids. So, well, privacy fence. But this wasn't a kid, like kid kid, like the other ones. This this guy was, if he was still a kid, he was college age at least. Um, oh. And I, sounds like you need Constantino wire and some bear traps. So, so we I was about to say, light, strip, strap some um, electric fence, some razor blades to it. Great idea. Can we do that? Uh, maybe. I have to check the city ordinances. Maybe we can catch our hooker too. <laughs> catch your which what? Catch a hooker? What? Oh, you, you want a lodge Saturday? Our, our lodge has a uh, has a professional apparently uh, working out of our parking lot during the week. Oh, that's um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know which one of us is getting a cut off that, but it ain't me, fellas. I'm I don't know. I heard about this from the Masonic Villages guys, like who are over there. They're our maintenance crew, um, and they they were joking about it and then and then we were outside I guess before the meeting started and they're like oh look there she is and, and sure enough and I'm like wait in our town we don't have that here apparently it's like a thing during the week during the day people <laughs> circle through and they pull behind the lodge <laughs> so wow yeah huh or if there's somebody at the lodge, they apparently go to the church across the street. You know, we can buy like a camera system for like under a hundred bucks. We could, and I didn't actually care about the. And then the neighborhood kids would shoot BBs you know, at it. It's a girl trying to earn a right. living. She's not. She's not breaking anything, so I really don't care. It's the damn kids that we need to get some cameras for. Uh, Things are rough these days in the star. I <laughs> maybe. So for our town, that is that is very bizarre. Like there's that that doesn't doesn't happen here. I like the fact that the line is if they can't use our parking lot, they go over to the church. Yeah, no, that this was the story I got straight that from our maintenance guys because uh, they apparently watch this unfold while they're over there working on stuff. Well, if it goes on at the church parking lot, she doesn't have the church sales tax because it's a religious exemption. So there's a- <laughs> yes. So they're they're getting the cut. Hates that. Candidate Tony, entrepreneur. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I, it, it's an unpleasant way to make Maybe, a living, and she's not breaking hey, stuff. If you guys yeah. offer to cover under the five hundred one C whatever, maybe she'll give you a cut. You know, if you can officially name her as a nonprofit, huh? <laughs> Well, this has not a bad idea. Uh, I'll I'm just saying. Up the next time we see her. Um, What's she look like? I, well, I, I don't know. I it think was, you should call the jesters and get their professional opinion. It was getting dark. They're probably the ones who sent her there. It was getting dark, and she was walking on the other side of the street, like over where the church is, because you know our parking lot was full of guys because it was our meeting. Um. But yeah, no, it was the maintenance guys pointed out, and I'm like, well, huh? In our are town, you, really? Are you are you joking about this? Or are you serious no, about no, this? Because I didn't hear anything. This is the first thing. time hearing of it. Well, awesome. I mean, we didn't make an announcement about it in lodge. Like, it's not Tony it's, Harlan does not joke about such things. 
No. Okay. <laughs> no, I just the whole. Thing I can promise bizarre. the fact that I wasn't there is a total coincidence. I, I imagine that the whole point <laughs> of like walking the streets is to, you know, be near where your patrons would be. Like our lodge is on a residential street, not in like a busy business area, and so there's not that many cars that go by there. She probably lives on our street, and she's walking to the bigger road. Maybe I was just like, "Why would you? Why would you pick to do business here?" Like it, uh, I guess it works according to out the, of the way. Maybe she didn't uh, take a business class in college. Maybe that's what it is. So, Harlan is the only guy I know who would call that business. Yeah. Location, location, location. I mean, it's it's. What else would you call it? I. Hooking. I don't begrudge somebody making a living, even if it's, you know. But boy, they better not fucking break my fence. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, I, mean, I don't care about the hookers. It's the damn kids that get to I, me. Well, why why well, is that controversial? Kids. Like, John, she's, not, she's not hurting any of our things. You know, I'm, I'm getting, get off my lawn, you goddamn kids. Oh, hey, Miss Horr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. John, you have to know the whole story about that fence. I don't know if you know the whole story or not. We're just going to tear the fence down, Tony. That's just, a good idea. Just the spirit of what we stand for. That's not a bad idea, really. Wait, when what's I, the spirit of what we stand for? When I became a Mason about 15 years ago or so, yeah. I, I was so excited to attend my first Master Mason meeting. I always wondered, what do those guys talk about in there? And so I go into the meeting. I'm just full Dude. of excitement and vigor and, you know, wondered what are the going to be the great secrets that are going to be unveiled to me. And, and the first thing we did was read the minutes. Then mm-hmm. we read the treasurer's report and found out we had, that's the first time I learned that we had no money in the bank, uh, <laughs> and that we're in bad shape. The third thing we did is uh, we then t- talked for the next 45 minutes about how that fence was two foot onto our property and we were losing two feet of our property due to that fence. And for the next for the next probably two years I was a Mason, that was the topic. Nobody ever did anything about the fence. We just all complained about the fence for two years. As I pointed out to Joey, um, that's our fence. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> like, we put it up. Uh, I'm not exaggerating this, Emma Harlan. I mean, it was it was. A, oh, it's so bad. It a running we, joke at some point. Whereas, if, if you even mentioned the word fence, like yeah, in a completely different context, somebody would throw a napkin holder at you. <laughs> it was it, it was it, it got to be awesome. pretty bad, and finally, we don't talk much much about the fence now, except in a joking term. I, I tried to explain to all those guys. The concept of adverse possession and that it, it's gone. Like it's not ours anymore. Just let it go. <laughs> I looked at it as one and a half feet less of grass we had to mow. So Hey, there you go. Yes. Which is important because we have been struggling to mow our grass. And it's only because we have friends in high places that we've not been fine to oblivion and back for our grass. <laughs> Well, then, of course, the house on the other side of the lodge where the tree fell down the last time the wind blew, and now that fence is destroyed. Well, yeah, and that pavilion's still laying there in a heap of wood and shingles. Right. <laughs> you, you guys seem to have some sort of, like, really crap luck when it comes to boundary devices. We can, we can, 
We yes. could get that pavilion gone in a heartbeat. We're just going to put a sign up there that says, do not steal. And <laughs> the next thing you know, the pavilion's gone. Yeah, <laughs> we need to just buy it. Well, yeah, that neighboring lot. If you got a hundred grand laying around, Bruce, we'll uh, we'll just take it off their hands. Well, it was kind of like a, for these fairs. A lot of people don't know, but there's a lot of hidden expenses. One of the hidden expenses may be an electrical cord that's about a thousand foot long. That's this big, heavy duty electrical cord, and then Harlan loses this thousand dollar cord, or something like that. What in Harlan? I, I was not responsible in any way for that cord. They don't even try to put oh. it bum. It disappeared I'm from a cord. But the last time I saw it was in the back of Tony's truck. This is true. It was never in my truck. It was on the big trailer that you took all the stuff back with. It might have been on the trailer. It wasn't in the truck. <laughs> but I didn't pick that thing up because that thing takes like three guys to pick yes, up. So. It was quite heavy. Somebody had to steal that thing for, and melt it down for the copper. But, yeah, that was $900. And so Harlan gets the bright idea that what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to order it way in advance and get on Amazon, and we're going to replace it. And the prices have gone advance, up since then, as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, that's like an $1,800 yes. cord. <laughs> <laughs> and so we borrowed one. Yeah, we're going to keep borrowing one uh, in perpetuity because, yeah. I don't remember why we bought it in the first place. Did we not know that the, the food guy had those cables? It all happened really uh, quickly, if you remember. Oh, wait. Remember, no, it happened really not, quickly. It not be named. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Somebody just made a unilateral decision to go buy one. Yeah. I remember now. And that was, coincidentally, the last year we had a Command 1. Yes. yes. So. Um, yeah, but then for the next five years... <laughs> Anybody's afraid to take charge. Even to this day, as soon as you call somebody command one, everybody's like, oh, hell no. No, no, no. Not me. Not me. Yeah. People run because they're afraid their brothers are going to turn on them. <laughs> well, that being said, Tony was not afraid to make sure Harlan took charge. He had his <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> that was fun. So... I, I, Inadvertently, I gave out Harlan's phone number to all of his coworkers that weren't supposed to have his private <laughs> personal cell phone. But I, I didn't. <laughs> you put have... it on a T-shirt. You paid money to have it put on a T-shirt, and then you wore the T-shirt around the entire <laughs> fair. Who would have thought that people from the good side of town would have came over to our? It was side giant of the font. Guess. It was like thirty-six size <laughs> font. It was. It was. But I never dreamed that Harlan's co-employees would or. His underlings or whatever would show up <laughs> at our fair. So yeah, they were there to, to see ACDC reenactments. Apparently, yeah. who Is knew that? that half of the surrounding counties were going to come to our fair? We didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, on a related Masonic note, with the whole uh, bemoaning about fences and kibitzing and bitching about it for years without nothing going on, one of my uh, favorite. Middly favorite complainers in my lodge has decided to demit because we moved our facilities 15 miles north of its old location. Really? Yep. So like I remember, the, the, like, the lodge proper? Yes. Just Did you give him the appropriate charge from the east? Huh. Where you say, my brother, <laughs> my dear, dear brother. Bah. bah. <laughs> Noodles. Uh-huh. Yeah, we sold we sold our lodge. We moved like 15 miles north, at best, um, and 
he was just not at all happy about it. And I wouldn't be either. You're 15 miles closer to Canada. Yeah. When did this, but, ha- when did this happen, John? Uh, we sold our lodge in April. You don't think that would have like, been a good thing to talk, talk about, about on the video. show? <laughs> I tried, but somebody else was on. I think Nick was on some sort of fucking tirade. Well, so. Just tell no. Nick to shut the hell up. He hasn't said one important <laughs> thing since he's been on this show. That's true. That way, tell us, I, I try tell that us about this time. move. I'm like, I'm totally interested in this because this is a thing you don't hear about very often. Right. Now, the guy that admitted, did you move Shut up, Tony. To the... Let John tell the story. I have a good question. <laughs> did did you ahead, move John. closer to that guy or further from that guy? Further. <laughs> oh, okay. That would explain it. It's it's further. Well, I need to admit if the, if the lodge moved close. I might. Any closer to my brother, home. we're coming. <laughs> you all are too close to me. I'm out. <laughs> if the lodge moves any closer to Harlan, we'll be in his kitchen. <laughs> the lodge has invaded my personal space. I mean, it kind of already has. I mean, if you yeah, if I cut through like people's backyards, uh, it's what a couple hundred feet. Is that how the lodges normally determine who their secretary is going to be? Who lives the closest? Okay, you're now secretary for life. That way, no matter what happens, you can walk to lodges. I don't think I live. Maybe I do live the closest. You do? Well, we've got to have somebody closer. Nope, you're the closest, so you're by default you're, the secretary. You're, you're two streets over. Like, Pardon me while I pull We could see your house from, from the lodge if there weren't houses in the way. <laughs> yes. And, um, yes. And, and run a address by distance from the lodge search <laughs> quick. Okay, well, John, so, John, y'all sold out for money? Or? Yeah, yeah, John, no. tell, us, tell us the story. I'm totally yeah, interested. Yeah, I got to tell the story before Bruce gets his cable tow in a knot. Um, <laughs> That's not so, his cable tow. My cable <laughs> tow stays in a knot, buddy. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Uh, so my, I, I always love saying this during closing the second term of my reign as master, uh, we had agreed to sell our lodge and it was originally us and two of our sister lodges nearby. We all put our lodges up for sale at one time. Is this the same gonna... building for all the lodges or different buildings? Nope. Three separate buildings, three separate cities. Okay. Uh, but all of us probably within a 10 mile arc of each other. Okay. So we were going to all sell and then come together in a consolidated building that we were going to use and make it a brand new building that was multi-purpose. Okay, great great plan. Uh, one of the lodges bowed out ungracefully. Very ungracefully. We still don't talk to them. <laughs> frankly. Okay, so like they kept their building or they shut down and moved to something else? No, they kept their building. They said, you know, we're, we're just not going to do this because what we're going to do is we're going to ask all our older members to give us money out of their life insurance policies. God damn, not, man. You got a lot of assholes out there. Did that it work? worked. It worked. They got a small they got a cash infusion. Interesting. Well, a one time cash infusion. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get my notebook real quick. You guys talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harlan, take notes. Yeah. So while the merchant of Venice is grabbing his pen, um <laughs> the uh, <laughs> You know, we did have like an hour-long innuendo chat on Slack this morning about double-entry accounting. So, huh. I think it was Bruce that said, baby, I'm going to balance your ledger so hard. Because that's the maturity level. You know, I, 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 apparently I, don't, I, I, feel, I feel like all the innuendo was lost on, on nipples. Yes, it was. It seems like a lot of things were lost on nipples well, from what I've heard. They, you're not kidding. 
Anyway, um, so I've made note of this. So what happened? So that was November 2016 is when the building went up for sale. And then it finally sold this past April. So it took about a year and a half to sell. Um, and we were about to fire a realtor, but he managed to sell it. So then we moved in with the other lodge that we were in the compact with about coming together. So we just decided to move into their building and then pay them rent. So our, for the first time in Eon, my lodge is in the black, however, and substantially in the black, but we just don't have our own building, which isn't exactly a bad problem to have. Right. So, so you're still in their building, so you haven't commenced the project of like the new one. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen because I don't think they're selling their building now. Building. <laughs> so, so both lodges backed out on you. Well, so we the plan was, you know, whoever sells first moves in with one of the other two. So it's still in line with the plan. Damn, but man, what kind of guys are y'all raising out there? <laughs> yeah, it's special. <laughs> um, so, no, but the lodge moved in with us. They're, I mean, we've worked lockstep with them for years, and they're good shits. Um, their building just wasn't getting any offers because it's kind of, I mean, it's an old, big old church, essentially, um, that needs work. But now that we're in there, we can help them with the work so they don't necessarily have to sell the building. So it works out. So say me, Bruce, and Harlan all told each other, hey, let's all just sell our houses. Whoever sells the house first, we'll move in with the others. And then, so you sell your house, then the other two says, no, nope, no, just joking. I'd be kind of left out in the cold. Right. <laughs> I'd be kind of like, wait a minute, guys. I thought right. we discussed this. That, that's why once the first lodge had backed out, we made sure to keep our lines of communication very, very, very open with the second and work with them and keep them happy. And, and we succeeded. So who bought your lodge in the end? Yeah. I've always wondered who buys Masonic lodges and what do they well, do our, with them? Our lodge was such an anomaly because it, well, it wasn't an anomaly, but it had no other purpose other than to be a lodge building. You couldn't do diddly squat with it otherwise. I mean, even our little downstairs dining space, you couldn't like rent that out for anything because it wasn't big enough and it wasn't built right. And well, I know. Was it a company example. that bought it or what? What's that? So who, who bought it? Like, bought what are they doing with it? Like a, a last time I heard, because I didn't care. <laughs> once the once the check came in, I was like, I don't care who buys it. It could be the clan. I don't give a shit. Um, well, but I I think it was a like a performance theater company that wanted to put in a, a thing in in our town in Minnesota of you know thirty thousand people. Oh. That's mostly rural. Performance. They're, they're gonna do one of those like live. Immersive theater Illuminati parties. <laughs> yeah, Scotty from the blocks. Scotty from the block. His lodge, their 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 old building that they had before they moved into the one that they merged with, it was bought by an FOP hall. Well, so. shit. The one there's a there's a built a beautiful Masonic building in Minneapolis that's now like the headquarters for Aveda, and it's been that way for like 15 years. There was an article a while back. Was it Indiana where, uh, like, a family, like this husband and wife, bought this giant old Masonic temple and made it their house? So there's like this, nice. this picture of this guy in what was the lodge hall with a giant ass TV and a sofa. I was gonna say, what would what would 
like what room would the lodge room be in your house? Oh, so we're not talking like a little lodge building like ours that had like a lodge hall, a dining hall, and a couple bathrooms. We're like this was one of the old style temples that's you know thousands of square feet and had like multiple giant rooms and vaulted ceilings and See, offices and then, for the of- officials and yeah, that sounds awesome. Until 1983, that's the building we had for our lodge at Dakota, but they didn't want to pay an elevator into it to make it ADA compliant. So it was this four-story marble building. It, it literally has, in big letters, stamped into the, carved into the marble on the outside, Masonic Block. It's the Masonic Block building. We sold it for, in like 83, for 100 grand flat. And then built the little chip box that we moved into. And Well, we sold it for 110000 with the caveat that if the bought it became a member of the lodge after a year they'd waive they'd give a ten thousand dollar kickback and give it back to the guy so he'd have bought it for a hundred thousand which of course he stayed a member long enough to get his 10 grand back and then bounced interesting hmm. yeah this never it's always bothered me that you, there are lodges that have buildings like that and they just let them yes it's like if you've got a building like i mean some of the lodges that i i read this about they're they're like they're like our scottish rite temple i mean they're massive things that you you could put some work into and people would rent them out for weddings and stuff like how do you if you've got a venue like that how do you not have that capitalize i mean our scottish rite temple hosts weddings and i hear they they charge a pretty penny to do it both of ours do, yeah. In fact, I had my wedding in, in our St. Paul Scottish Rite building. Yeah, I my wife wanted to do that, and I was still a somewhat new Mason when we got married. I'd only been in a few years, and I'd only been in the Scottish Rite for like two years at the time. And I didn't know that you could do that, and it, it felt wrong. Like, just to get married in a fraternal hall just felt wrong. So we ended up going for this real expensive venue elsewhere. And then after we got married, like five or six of my lodge buddies got married in the Scottish Shrek Temple. (laughs) My wife continues to rub that in my face. Like, you know, we could have saved so much money and had this place. And that's where I wanted to go anyway. I'm like, oh. That was the same night that y'all had the wedding, the reception, and then... Didn't y'all go to like a Katy Perry concert immediately Lady after? Lady Gaga, Tony. We Lady went to the Gaga. Lady Gaga okay. concert. Yes. One and the same. Yeah. <laughs> no. How dare no, you, sir? And then they got caught We got attacked stage. by protesters on our way back yeah. from the concert to the hotel. <laughs> like they started throwing shit at us. Uh, and we're still like in the wedding getup, but you couldn't tell because everybody was in costume because it's well, Lady, it was a Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yes. Which I am still proud of this day to say I've never heard any single one of her songs. Really? Really? I have avoided that. (laughs) Fix that. Well, you don't listen to that. Never mind. The the music I listen to the most is like the wolf tones from Ireland. So good luck with that one. Well, didn't uh, Lady Gaga call you guys out or whatever? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, like the producer people caught us and they're like, wait, did you guys really just get married? And then we were on the news because like the local news station came to our wedding because somebody said we were going to this concert and we had like a whole parade of like the wedding party over there. It was no shit. It was all good fun until like the 
the crazy fundamentalist protesters were like losing their minds at us. Um, yeah, see, so defile God's sanctuary of marriage by going to a Lady Gaga concert. Nice. Yeah, see, like I got married in full old school commandery outfit. Oh, nice. In a Masonic temple with a, with a guy who is a priest and a Mason. No, we, we, we had Tony. Uh, Tony officiated <laughs> our wedding. Um. <laughs> That'd be worth it. I'd Which, in all honesty, it was my first wedding ever. Um, I had never even thought about doing anything like that. I get a phone call one day from uh, Harlan, and he says, I want you to come over and meet us at Lodge. I think we were doing a breakfast or something over there. I'm like, well, everything okay? What you need? Oh, I just need you to come over here. So I did my mason duty. I told my wife, I've got to go to Lodge. Harlan summoned me. So I go over <laughs> to Lodge. We sat down, and he says, we want you, him and his wife, or fiance at the time, said, we want you to perform our wedding ceremony. I'm like, Dude, I don't do that. Yeah, sure you can. You can go online, pay about $60, and pay $60, and you can get ordained. I'm like, is that legal? And I even called our county attorney to make sure, because I didn't want him living in sin, just to make sure that that was <laughs> going to be legal. And he said, sure, you can do that. So I went online, got, got ordained, so I am an ordained minister. And then I set together writing my very first wedding ceremony for a Catholic, a Jew, one of them was the son of a Baptist minister, uh, and I had and I had to figure out how to get all those components in there, along and along with some masonry terms. Yes, and so this is was, why <laughs> this is why we asked Tony. <laughs> Our families were all going to be in the same place: her wealthy Catholic family, and my crazy um, hill people ancestors, and. The, the fundamentalist Baptists and the Jews. The Orthodox all, Jews. So. All in this one, <laughs> this one venue. Wow. Uh-oh. Yeah, and I remember, I don't know if, if I ever told you or not. I paid the bartenders very well to not play around. <laughs> uh, after the bartenders got to doing their, their work, everybody, the tension yeah. let out and it, it went well. Yep. I remember I literally blacked out. It was the first time I'm up there in front of this huge crowd in this massive, beautiful building. And it was a beautiful building. Yeah. And I remember going through the sermon and literally blacking out. I, all I seen was black. And I could not, I'm like, I'm going to pass out up here on stage. You don't recall the part where you were being all pervy and elbowing me and talking about, you did good, buddy. You did real good. Oh. It's like walking around the corner. And the silhouettes coming out. Oh no! When they open those and, doors, and, and her and parents they... and grandparents are on the front row, and like the sound just carried all the way to the back. Hilarious. <laughs> well, they, when those doors opened and the light was shining in from behind her, she was silhouetted there, and I was like, "Oh, Harlan, you did good. <laughs> you did good." And I looked down at his at her mama. Oh hi. It's, yeah, it was. <laughs> so the Reverend I is. Just... Yeah. I, I certainly don't feel so bad about telling Harlan that he outpunted his coverage. I'm, I feel better about that. Because <laughs> well, I did that on here, not, not oh. in the ceremony. Here. Money. Oh, really? Money helps, John. Money helps. Uh, yeah, that's true. I used to have money. I don't any longer, but now I have kids, so there's some leverage. Nick, if you're listening, you will soon learn this story. Go ahead and buy that $5,000 $5, bed. Yeah. Knucklehead. Oh, don't be silly, John. Nick doesn't listen to this show. 
That's right. He's <laughs> he's proven over and over again he doesn't listen to the show. I know, right? Yes. He has. Well, if, well if what's Nick's fun is when we talk about stuff that he's been on the show for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like going back and listening to other ones. It's like, Nick, Nick, you were here. We had this conversation. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, like, I didn't know that thing. Well, well, it was like Nick's... Nick getting after Bruce, like, haven't you ever listened to the show? Dude, <laughs> we're here. What the fuck? <laughs> if, uh, what? If his marriage can survive putting all that IKEA furniture together that I know they're buying and waiting in line for right now, then you can survive <laughs> damn near anything. He's sitting there sending us pictures on Hangouts of four thousand dollar couches and five thousand dollar beds. And I'm like, Maybe. what are you literally, doing? literally? If, if his yeah. wife, if his wife's smart That's, like mine, she's not going to stick around for the exaggeration. Putting stuff together. Mm. I remember when we put floors in this house. My wife was pregnant with our first child, and I was like, well, it's going to be hell living around here. Uh, I'm on spring break, and I'm going to put these floors in. So my wife went and stayed with her auntie out in the good part of town for a week. <laughs> and I we rented a U-Haul and I literally had the guys help me and we moved my entire house into this U-Haul and then ripped out all the floors. And so every night I slept either in the U-Haul. Uh, well, I did that most of the nights. I just left the back open because it was spring. Um, there was one night I slept at Lodge. I don't remember why. I was working on a paper or something for school, and I think I just passed out. I just remember Donnie <laughs> kicking me in the morning. I was laying on that bench, and I wake up to Donnie giving me the, the <laughs> shoe, like, hey, hey, you can't sleep here. Hey, you bum. Yeah. Hey, on a, on a side note, just so you all know, uh, they're talking about me on Facebook, not me, but about my can't. I truly am running for office, so don't let yeah. that get all the after uh, all the after lodge listeners. Don't let that out, yeah. okay? Because we don't want anybody to actually listen to the show that might vote for me. Um, but anyway, I feel like the people who know what a podcast is, we're gonna won't vote, vote for you. Are not my target audience. <laughs> they, they were they were all going it, to vote for you anyway, not because it, of you, but because anyway, you're not the other guy. So on Facebook, they do this poll: who's going to win the election? It's a Facebook poll, not scientific or anything, which I am winning, by the way. But anyway, it's still so, an indicator. And so well, I'm I'm beating there's like right 12 now. Votes. <laughs> anyway, no, there's not. I've got like. 31 and he's got 27 or something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> since, you know, since Tony since, stays up to the minute on that, since the one guy, yeah, not that I'm paying any attention, um, but the one guy came out and said he had to go with the other guy. Since the time that that's happened, the time that this podcast has been live, I have literally gotten like 10 friend requests, and I've had two people message me asking for T-shirts and one guy asking for a big sign for the back of his truck. So that's just what's going on right now, just to give you an update. Yes, Tony is running a campaign on the air. Yeah, from Facebook. On Facebook. What a wonderful world we live in. So Uh, did you you say you – Oh, well, we, y'all were talking about selling the lodge buildings. I wonder how many lodge buildings across the United States actually started out with the lodge upstairs in the second floor, and they rented out the first floor. I've seen a lot of lodges. We like have that. 
We have a ton of those in my stand. Yeah, where they got their income, kept their dues low and all that from the business that they rented it out to downstairs, and the lodge meeting was always held upstairs. Yeah, The lodge that's named after the part of town I'm living, I live in, they own that whole building, and they rent out all the stuff in the bottom. Oh, yeah. They've got, yeah. like, a, it's like a strip mall type thing. There's, I think, yeah. six or seven units on the bottom. But at one time, I think that had to be a very common occurrence for lodges across the United States. Hmm. It was probably a pretty prudent decision to have a storefront down below your lodge for multiple reasons. Yeah, I mean, I've, we've got several in our state. We've got one that's had a law firm in it from for time immemorial. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the law firm in the bottom, and then the lodge on the second and third floors. And I mean, and one, it's a beautiful building. Two, it's a beautiful lodge room. But three, they've got a consistent source of income so it saves right. a hell of a lot of heartburn i remember i think it was in nantucket we were on vacation one time and we went to nantucket and we were walking through downtown and there's just this little doorway as you're walking through the main part of town and i'm like i wonder what those steps go to and i looked up and yeah it was the masonic building uh, right there in the main part of town and you could almost miss the masonic building where they rented out the downstairs and their lodge was upstairs and I've been to quite a few of those where I've noticed them in downtown situations, too. Yep. Uh, old main streets and stuff. I just think that's neat myself. Hey, Tony, if I'm looking at the same pole as you're looking at, it's uh, it's neck and neck, buddy. It's uh, 32 to 32. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, uh-oh. And I promise I didn't just go there and vote for the other guy four times. <laughs> four times. <laughs> you can't do yeah. that, Bruce. There's a cookie, and it makes sure that you only vote once. No, no way to get around that. That is ironclad. No, uh-huh. Iron cookies are making... undefeatable. Wasn't Bruce supposed to be making up a bunch of fake accounts so I could always win these things? No, I agreed to that the day of, and then the next day I was like, there's no way I can do this. I don't oh, appreciate wow. your defeatist attitude. <laughs> Tony, if you can't win without me doing that, like, do you really deserve that position? I feel like people may be voting multiple times. <laughs> in the- Bruce, what kind of Mason asked that question? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, fuck, John. I'll 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 start doing that right now. Hmm. Yep. Dude, I mm-hmm. just okay. So while people are puzzling <laughs> over polls that. Tony may not be leading in, or may. So I definitely currently six more times. Numbers didn't change, so uh, there's something squarely going on with this. Well, it's it's okay because the guy that came out against me is I just now click on a different political site, and I found out the announcement was that he is the campaign manager for another person that's running for office, not against me. Did you see that one? Y'all, if I get disconnected, uh, it's definitely <laughs> not because I'm switching proxies to vote again. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but keep in mind, I won't go into details. A lot of votes from Turkmenistan for some reason. <laughs> but the guy that's running for this other position is also the same guy that was convicted of theft from a children's charity. So... <laughs> Damn. Nice. Is he the guy who oh, was yeah. impersonating a firefighter or cop yes. or whatever too? Yeah. Yes, yes, he is. And so come to find it. So yeah, we're going to be able to 
Okay, you're hold looking on, at whoa, politics. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're looking whoa, 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 at politics whoa, 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 We need to back up a step. Impersonating what? He's impersonating yes. a cop, I believe. He got a firefighter or a firefighter. I, I don't know. What? I'm not one to throw stones, glass houses, and all that. I once upon a time impersonated a military officer. So it's <laughs> well, you were a military. Um, ironically enough, were. while being paid by the military, strange <laughs> to be an officer. What? <laughs> what suck start? Would how is this okay? Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no. The 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 specific charity he was stealing from, there was an actual fire chief that got caught stealing a ton of money that his department had raised for it. No, I find it hard to believe out of firefighters. Oh my god. Well, this was a guy uh, that was I won't go into too much detail because it was Nash it was like a national known story, but Here, this, oh, okay, kids. Here, here's a lesson for you. If you want to impersonate a firefighter, now where I come from, there's only maybe five full-time fire departments in the entirety of my state. Okay, like full-time professional fire departments. The rest of them are volunteer departments. So you're better off trying to impersonate a volunteer firefighter. Let me give you some pointers. One, find a dark blue navy shirt with some sort of stupid emblem on the left left breast. Two, get fat. Three, be drunk. Four, run from your local cops. Those hey John, are the four things. John. Yes. John. Oh. <laughs> I'm interested in the run from your local cops. Hey, three out of four. I've hey, hey. Uh, I, I was the one that was stupid enough to offer donuts to cops in the middle of a traffic stop on my campus when I was in college. <laughs> My my Dude, chief called me into his office the next day, and um, he was less than thrilled. That's I, I promise you that if you would have offered me a donut on a traffic stop, I would have not written you a ticket. Yeah. Oh no, I, the, they didn't write me a ticket. They just they they told me uh, before to uh, to fuck off, and like I wasn't the one being pulled over. Like I they they stopped somebody in front of my dorm, and so you just walked out there with donuts. When you were on the force, you never had like one of your perps lawyers show up with like a box of donuts. Like, dude, none of my perps could afford a proper lawyer. They were all oh. public defenders. I've done that before. I've brought in donuts for like the the guys at the department when I'm going back to the interrogation room. That's, yeah, nah. They all seem generally appreciative. I buy donuts for the clerk sometimes at the court. Like, it's, it's you know, nah. it probably would have been appreciated, except nobody thought like that in my neck of the weeds. Um, uh, however, I will point out that in one of my departments, along with my, my chief in one year, managed to arrest in one swoop, uh, the fire chief, the deputy fire chief and the mayor all for drunken driving in a nine month period. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Is this why you're no longer on the force? <laughs> hey, look at you go. <laughs> Can't put nothing past you boy. There was one time I, uh, <clears throat> okay, so there was a cop that used to live like across the parking lot from me when I used to live in the apartment before I moved in where I am now. And he helped me out one time uh, when it snowed like a foot. And so I drive a Mustang and I was a little stuck. Only time I've been stuck. He helped me out. He, he like, he pushed me so I could get out of there and I gave him a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts 
And I've been like second guessing that ever since. Like, is that an inappropriate gift to give to a cop who helps? I you promise. Out? No, you're good. Okay. I promise he used it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. No, he was a big dude. Like, I'm sure he yes. used it. <laughs> See, no. It's not like, oops. I'm large. No, I mean, unless <laughs> Jay, Big J is different because he's kind of a mongoloid. He's like six foot four and built like a doorway. But so, sure, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I know you're closer to like seven feet, but I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you ever meet me, you can throw me around like a small lawn dart. But yeah, we can try. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, you have to but catch no, he, he used it. <laughs> he, either he used it for himself or he used it to get donuts for his guys. Uh, he yeah. probably used it for himself, and especially you know if he was a chief. Okay with either of those. Yeah. <laughs> it did not go to waste. Donuts were purchased. I don't care what the hell he would have told you. Donuts were purchased and consumed. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what. Yeah, if you weren't okay with it, you wouldn't have given it to him. So. They make all these jokes about cops and donuts, but I promise you, when I leave the the police precinct, like that box is empty. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Um, it's not all cops, right? There's like the reception desk lady that that grabbed one, and you know, but it's. I didn't think. I actually didn't think about cops and donuts. It was just donuts are like my thing. Like when I want to be nice to people. It's who, usually uh, that dude who's been on the force for twenty years. He's on day shift, and he's like retired on duty. That's the guy that grabs like a stack of six of those fuckers, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be out driving around now." Yeah, <laughs> we uh. That, I guess I should have thought about that now that I'm going back. That was one of those things that you, you picked up in law school, like buy donuts for the clerks. So I just kind of extended that to buy donuts for everybody. Um, it's good philosophy. Yeah. No, the, the the ladies in the clerk's office at the courthouse, you show up with donuts. It doesn't matter how screwed up your filing is. They're going to help you get it straight. <laughs> and get it the judge. Like, it's... Um, and, and that's less of a problem now than when I first did it because... Now I have some clue of what I'm supposed to do. I still don't know what I'm doing, but I've got a clue. Uh, back then, I didn't even have that. I'm just like, I got these papers, and I need them to get in front of the judge. How do I do that? Here's some donuts. Here's an eclair. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know I'm going to waste about two hours of, of y'all's time, so have some donuts. Uh, and I'm not the only one that does that. Um, speaking to clerks, they there are lots of young lawyers that bring donuts for them. Yeah. So as, I can and, only imagine that cops get the same thing from people they have. Oh, out. and we, and we, and speaking as a recovery cop, we do it for each other. Cause I've had to have like my fingerprints rolled for background checks. So I've had to show up to a buddy of mine here in my, the town I live in and be like, all right, here's a giant bag of Skittles, M&Ms and like a, and a Danish. Can you roll my <laughs> yeah. prints at two o'clock in the morning? Yep. Yeah. It's it's just a social gift giving thing, right? It's uh, like I, I'm sure that more people than Bruce have like offered donuts to the cops that help them. Like when your car that was broke a one time thing, and it just so happened to be like the gift card that Walgreens had by their front counter, and I was like, oh, I should buy that guy a gift card. Yeah, I mean it's oh, you bought him a gift card for however. Donuts? Sure, the old like, donut gift card. Fire changed, like probably brought a big box of donuts to the department the next day. 
That's worse than giving the cop actual donuts if you give them a gift card for donuts. Because yeah. now that's they like have giving to go- the homeless guy cash, Bruce. You should have just given him the six pack. See, <laughs> like <laughs> I've, I've never had more second thought about anything I've ever no. done in my life. So, so you <laughs> that cop the gift card to Dunkin' Donuts. You force that police officer that they'll have to go in and pick up his own donuts. And so not only did <laughs> not only did he get slapped in the face when you gave him the gift card, now he's got to be made fun of when he goes in and actually picks <sighs> up. The no, now he's got to go in and screw off on the public dollar because he's at work. Because you can't let that kind of gift card go expired for more than three seconds. <laughs> yeah. So he's I on for- the clock and he's buying fucking donuts. Way to go, Bruce! I, you averted somebody's life-saving efforts. <laughs> Thank you, John. Meanwhile, a bank was robbed. Like, like I feel a lot better about that. Now. Tellers bug me for years. Bank tellers were killed the next morning. Bruce, the only way you could have given a more appropriate gift if it was a dude on night shift and you'd have given him a tin of chew. That's <laughs> it. I promise you, that's it. Okay, you lost me on that one. Or Bruce, everybody, the next cop, you can give a voucher on. to our, our lodge professional. Um, just tell him to swing by the lodge at the right day of the week. And I know what would be a great gift. Give your postman, you know, every year when you're supposed to tip your, your, your mail carrier, why don't you give him a, a book of stamps? Nope. Yeah, so we're going to give him a book of stamps. Oh God. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to save you some time so you don't have to go into. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You're, you're there anyway, aren't you? Oh, while you're there, can you drop this off for me? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Right. Uh, Merry Christmas. That is absolutely oh. how that goes. <laughs> give him a gift card. Does the post office have gift cards? Uh, hey, hey, buddy, I bought you a gift card. It's for UPS. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Here's some. <laughs> yeah, this is going nowhere good. Okay, so what, what kind of. We've, we've had a lot of steam. What kind of gift card would you get an attorney? What would be the perfect gift card for an attorney? Legal Zoom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Well played indeed. Either that or but they're both about as useful. No, they're not, because I could piss in the whiskey bottle, so the whiskey bottle would be more useful. Yeah, legal zoom. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Legal Zoom for those who think they can and everybody else that knows they can't. No, I, I so I've kind of changed my attitude about that since I've been dealing with more private clients. Dude, you used to talk like major shit on Legal Zoom on this show. No, no, so I still do, but but it's working to my benefit now because I've had well, one, getting ready to be two, cases that would have been like small fee transactional things that like I wouldn't have made a lot of money on, but would have been done with quick. But they're cleanup things where somebody went to legal zoom and got documents generated that don't pass muster for one reason. Oh. Or another. Now okay. there's a giant mess that I'm billing by the hour to clean up. Okay. So wait a minute. Works so better. you're billing somebody to go and you go on legal zoom and <laughs> yes. is give bad, bad advice and then hit them live in a person and say, Oh, I can fix that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> There's some things you can do there, like simple personal legal things that I guess it's fine, but they're offering like wills and estates and and divorces and 
uh, child care arrangements and and powers of well powers of attorneys probably fair like that's the kind of document that okay maybe legal zoom could do but some of these other like you can file for a patent on legal zoom now anybody who has a patent worthy idea for the I'm love rich. of god don't do that <laughs> oh my god if if you uh, want the legal yeah. zoom to get a divorce please kick up the extra cash because I, I i will affirmed you as a first person who's uh, who's experienced a divorce it's worth the money you spend on it yeah did, did you wait, you didn't do your divorce on legal zoom no <laughs> i was gonna I say not. i noticed john that you were sitting in a home so therefore yes. you didn't do your divorce. <laughs> with a giant i did my I, I did my divorce pro se i did my own divorce pro se and i did even better and my wife my ex-wife had an attorney, and I did just fine. <laughs> so, anyway, that's why my uh, attitude's shifting on the legal Zoom thing is because uh, it uh, generates out it revenue. Might make more money for me later. <laughs> There's just that initial simple transactional stuff that I'd like to do more, I guess, because you know I can farm that out to assistants or whatever and be done with it really quickly. But it definitely doesn't pay as much as the cleanup job. Yeah. Thanks, Legal Zoom, for advancing my law career. The After Lodge podcast brought to you by Legal Zoom. <laughs> Who we know won't sue us because, well, they're not competent. And on other news. Well, they can't sue us because they don't provide lawyers or legal advice. <laughs> they say on their website in the fine print. Rat row. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, are we are we out of steam here? I know Bruce. I hear him yawning in the background. We've been out. And by of the way, about was, an hour and a half now. He was so enthused <laughs> about the show today. Like I've never seen him so excited when I messaged our group and was like, "So are we on for tonight?" And then Bruce just lost his mind. <laughs> like that's a word. <laughs> how dare I suggest that we would not be? Like, <laughs> yeah. Harlan, it's it, it's the keto. I don't. I have no mind. Honestly, oh. I don't understand what's happening right now. That's a chicken and egg problem, though, because I can't figure out if it's because the keto or if you're on the keto because you have no mind. It, it becomes a perpetuating cycle. At that Why point. not both? He's, yeah. he's got a good point there, Bruce. Uh, you just And I'm going to continue making fun of you until you you know, are thinner than me, which will probably happen very soon. because Or, or until you break and like eat a slice of bread. <laughs> you're thinner than me. Why would you? Why would you tempt me like that, John? That's not nice. That's not very brotherly of you. So on next week's show, I'd like to point out I had a nice chili cheese dog today. Next week's show, Bruce is on camera while he watches John eat a extra large Subway. Nope, never happening. Something. Never happening. Next week is Potato Week, boy. John's juggling potatoes. Whiskey spuds. Asshole. Whiskey's keto friendly. Yeah, no whiskey with like I've had some whiskey tonight. <laughs> Nothing to soak it up. So with, your three uh, sheets to the wind already after half a set. You know, whatever. It's okay. I'm very familiar with what Bruce is going I want through. I want to die, but I think my tolerance is going down. I think my tolerance. Is, I think my tolerance went to shit. <laughs> Great. I've, I've, I'm familiar with what Bruce is going through because I've read a lot about it. I've just never had the cojones or the willpower to actually do it. So, Don't do it. It sucks. (laughs) 
I'm trying other means like, you know, not eating, which I failed at as I was scarfing down my Sonic ice cream today. So, yeah. <laughs> I had a good thing going with my powerlifting stuff that I've also been failing at of late. And by failing, I mean just not waking up. <laughs> oh, look, I've got to be at work in an hour. No, no gym for me. <laughs> but this way I don't have to buy new pants because I was they were getting a little big. And now I'm just filling back into them. So it's all good. <laughs> oh, my pants fit again. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anybody else got anything to bring before the after lodge, before we turn off the lights? Hashtag vote. Uh, more pound per vote. Tony, for the love of God, <laughs> if I see that on Facebook. It's starting to trend. More, <laughs> more bulge per ballot. <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's nothing funny about diabetes, Tony. <laughs> our county, our county more, is struggling. You're supposed to be running for mayor for to fix it. All right. Well, we'll put a cap on episode 204 of the After Lodge podcast, brought to you by LegalZoom and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> you can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. I found the Twitter password, Bruce. I, I got it. I got back into the Really? Yeah, you didn't see the tweet when I was like, yeah. hey, what is this last week? I, I did not. I don't actually have an account yeah, I don't either. I don't know how to <laughs> yeah, use it. I have no way of seeing that tweet. But yeah, that's why there's only awesome. been because I, I, I don't tweet, but somebody needs to get on Twitter. Twitter so, you know. Yes, at After Lodge. Uh, shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org. Found sign Freemasonry. There's also the official Freemasonry Discord server that none of us are on, but a lot of our listeners are. Yeah, they're all right, guys. Yeah. Yes. Why? Freemasonry Discord. Yeah, yeah. Um, our our good friend who who owes me the ah. lap dances from back in the day, like left IRC and went and started Discord. Uh, I haven't been on yet, nor has anyone else, I don't think. But a lot of our listeners are there. You can hang out with those guys. You can find us on Google Play, iTunes, Napster. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, you can probably, you can probably find us on on Napster. Uh, for those of you still using Napster, Napster. Napster. Um, you can, <laughs> of course, always find us on the Freemason. Let me fire up my bot modem on AOL and check out Napster. <laughs> Hang on. Now, for the good of the craft, all of y'all, <laughs> get the hell out of here. All right. I'm a desperate man. Send lawyers, guns, and money. This shit has hit the fan All right, send lawyers, guns, and money Send lawyers, guns, and money Guns and